Good morning, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Happiness After Codependency. I'm Marshall Berkshire, and I help codependents rediscover their well-being and happiness after narcissistic abuse, and I help them accomplish that by coming to know, love, and live who they are. That's my big goal, because that's what set me free from needing to be codependent. Today's episode is episode number 20 of the Blunt Cake series. Uh, you got to embrace adulthood in order to be free. So we're going to be jumping into that here in a moment. But before we do that, I invite you to join the community. The community is your safe haven here where you can find tools, guidance, and support in your journey back to yourself and discovering who you are beyond codependency and beyond the trauma of the past. You can actually you know, thrive, be happy, and enjoy your life more um, going forward. So the link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. And I'm going to click a button and share this out to the community so that everyone's in on the loop. There we go. Okay. So again, if you also, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. And if you're listening to this on via podcast, the link is in the description. Or you can go to www.freetheself.com and join the community there. Okay, so Blunt Cake episode number 20, we got to embrace adulthood to be free. This is one of those challenges <laughs> we, we, we are going to encounter in any kind of effort to improve our life. If we're going for more peace, more rest, more play, uh, more accomplishment, more success, more of something that is of a positive attribute or contribution to our our lives, we're going to have to enter more and more into adulthood. So in codependency, there is the habit of remaining a child. Because most of the time, codependency is emergent from unhealthy um, and malnourished emotional connections in childhood, where we are not being seen, valued, and loved for who we are. Instead, we are being um, treated as an object or we're being told to obey or being told to be a certain person or behave a certain way uh, in order to satisfy the expectations of someone else, usually uh, an external authority of some sort. And this does not help us mature into adulthood. Being adult, being an adult isn't about obedience to someone else's rules it isn't about pleasing others. It isn't about being a nice person. It isn't about um, fitting in or doing what's expected of you. Actually, being an adult is, is about being individuated, meaning you have your own sovereign personality, your own perspectives, your own feelings, your own thoughts. You're anchored in your own capability and power. You're able to use your power through choice and action to affect change in your world and to influence others. You're able to build consensual, honest, clear relationships, friendships, and connections with others where things are direct, clear, and simple, where we see and understand each other for who we are. We're not trying to get something from someone else. A lot of times, and normal adulthood we are actually still children in a lot of ways we have the uh, relationship paradigm of expectation and obligation rather than consent and privilege we believe that 
if you are a particular kind of uh, gender, you have to do certain things a certain way, like you gotta be masculine this way, or feminine that way, or blah, blah, blah. None of that's adulthood. Adulthood is rooted in individuality, and that individuality is rooted in value, in understanding our intrinsic worth, so that we can connect to and understand ourselves more, and then understand how we connect and contribute to others, and how they do that to us, and with us. This allows us to be known, it allows us to be understood, to be seen, to be valued. This is where the blunt cake comes in. Codependency is about absorbing someone else and losing ourselves or keeping away from ourselves. We just discard self and we absorb them and become what we think they want us to be. That isn't going to ever get us what we need or want in our lives. And that's self-evident by the perpetuation of results that you're getting in your relationships. If you're feeling unseen, unmet, unloved, unvalued, if they're not showing up with accountability, with empathy, with kindness, with warm regard towards you, they are not doing what they claim they do. If you're not doing those things, we're coming from an immature aspect of self and we need to grow. We need to evolve into our adulthood. Adulthood starts with eight fundamental principles and that is Boundaries. We know what a boundary is. We know how to identify it. We know how to follow it. We know how to communicate it. We know how to respect it. And the other people in relationships with us do the same. Boundaries are fundamental to our safety. And from that emerges play, emerges vulnerability, intimacy, connection, fulfillment, happiness. Boundaries are an important structure of how we connect to and share resources how we get needs met, how we share wants and have safety and connection in our world. Second one is reliability. How reliable are we with our word, with how we show up? How reliable are we in understanding our own capacities, our own limits, our own boundaries, our needs and wants? How reliable are others to us in our world? Reliability is essential because it creates predictability and predictability leads to safety which allows us to expand more into vulnerability, into connection, intimacy, support, and play. Next one is accountability, and this is, this is the roughy one. We have to come to own our choices and actions, the impact they create, and the consequences they bring. We have to own those. We have to be accountable to them. Without that, we will not learn. We will not come to understand power and we won't come to understand what we need to change in our skills and in our choices our skills being our actions and our choices being what we obviously choose to get more of the results we want in our life a lot of times in codependency we think we can change the other person that's a violation of this power it's called coercive power it's it's a negative or um, toxic form of power our job is to grow ourselves and then respect how a person shows up respect doesn't mean approve of respect means i acknowledge that this is the way you are and now i need to make an honest choice about what i'm going to do with that because i'm going to live with the consequences so if i'm in a toxic relationship and i keep choosing that person hoping things will change it's no longer a them thing It is now a me thing. I have to own my fantasy and my choice to perpetuate it. 
So once I understand the impact another person brings into my life and that impact doesn't align with my well-being and happiness, I need to leave that relationship. Especially if they don't take accountability and change their behavior, then that's the end of the game. It's about getting out at that point. Because a mature, healthy person isn't going to put you in a state of distress or pain or hurt or fear. They're not going to abuse you. They're not going to attack you. You're not going to have to assert all these boundaries to protect yourself in a relationship. Part of adulthood is accepting that people get to be who they want to be. We have no business trying to change them. Our responsibility in adulthood is to accept what they are and then make choices in response to that that align with our well-being and happiness despite whether or not it hurts or it sucks or it's painful. That's the key there. Adulthood is, hey, this doesn't work for me. I'm going to deal with the pain by leaving. I'm going to face the pain of leaving. I'm going to move through the grieving process so that I can go into a better availability state to find better, healthier things for me. So adulthood is really rooted in that accountability. And accountability is about being sober to ourselves, sober with others, being really, really conscious about the impact, the results, and the behavior patterns that show up in our relationships, both within ourselves and with others, and then to make honest choices from that. That leads us to the next principle, which is privacy. Privacy is about one's personal containment. Not everybody needs to know or wants to know or should know about your personal details. Codependency, we tend to overshare. We tend to disclose information to people who have not earned that kind of vulnerability and have not asked for it and that we have not checked in with ourselves about whether or not this is whom we need to be sharing it with, if we need to be sharing it at all. Privacy is critical to our own sense of safety with ourselves. It's a boundary about information that's disclosed to others and if and when that's done. Further, privacy is of what we do in response to sensitive things people share with us. We don't gossip about it. We don't share it with others. We keep it private. If that's the agreement, we keep it private. If that's not the agreement, we declarify what the agreement is so we know what the other person is expecting and hoping for and desiring in this thing. And that brings us to integrity. I told you, it's a blunt kick episode here. Integrity is about how our actions and our words align. And if they're not in alignment, then we have to take accountability and then adjust our actions and words to something that's more integrous to our well-being and our happiness, to who we want to be. That means we'll end certain commitments, change certain agreements we have, create new ones, um, and on, and then be very honest with ourselves. Is this working for me? Do I need to make a change? Integrity from someone else is someone taking responsibility for mistakes they make or for a lapse in their words and actions lining up. And then they change that behavior and show up differently going down the road. Because integrity isn't just a promise, it's an action. It's an action of change that's persistent over time. And it's keeping one's word or changing agreements when we become aware of that. That's essential to any kind of adulthood and any kind of thriving uh, relationship we'll have in our world. We need this 
deeply. Plus, with integrity, it's about, hey, I'm honest with my perspective about what's going on. I understand the impact. I respect that. I respect myself. I respect my own boundaries. I keep integrity with my own value. By choosing things that align with my value and moving away from things that don't. So integrity has a real uh, directive to keep us safe and to keep us clear about what we're doing and what we're not doing, what we're choosing and what we're not. Uh, Kathy shares, and freedom is the gift. It is the gift. And with that freedom, you can go on and choose and build things that really work for you. That's the point. When we're free of codependency, we're free to be ourselves. And we're able to actually have the love we're looking for. We're having success that we would desire, the peace, the rest, the well-being, the health. All of it comes into alignment because we're aligned with ourselves. So after integrity comes positive, warm regard. And this is something that we cultivate in our interactions with ourselves and with others. Basically what it means is we give people the benefit of the doubt. And this is very dependent on the person you're interacting with and the context you have with that person. So positive and warm regard generally needs to be earned when it comes to more and more sensitive actions. So if I initially meet someone and they're really, really mean to me, I'm, I'm out. I, I'm not going to have a whole lot of regard for that because I don't need to, to give them that kind of space because they just show up that way initially. They've got something going on in their world, and I'll give that to them, but I'm out. I'm, I'm not going to be interacting with them anymore. But if I've been in a relationship or friendship with someone for a very long time, and they snap at me or they're having a really bad day or something goes wrong, and they, they come at me really aggressively or something, or I feel hurt by something they say or do, that's going to have positive warm regard because I'm going to go, hey, something's going on here. What's up for you? I don't hold space for them. I'm going to consider where they're coming from. I'm going to give them that consideration. But if it becomes a pattern, then there's going to be a problem. And that's where that needs to be addressed. Ultimately, because toxic, abusive behaviors are a red flag, and if it's a pattern, it's not going to change, and it would be time for me to get out of that. That was going on. So positive warm regard comes to ourselves as well as giving ourselves the benefit of the doubt. And we are doing our best to get from A to B, and we're learning better ways every day. We can apply that to others without giving, without enabling them. What that means is they can still have the consequence that comes with their choice and action, but we don't have to condemn or make them wrong. We just say, hey, this doesn't work for me. Please do it differently this time or next time so that we can have a better, safe connection. Then we get to generosity. This is where we, we it's similar to positive, well, they're actually the same thing, positive warm regards. So I need to Go back in the eight relationship bare minimums because you have possible warm regard. Um, empathy. Empathy is the expression and understanding of the other person's experience. It's feeling it with them. But sometimes we don't have capacity for empathy, so we move towards compassion and understanding. But the goal here with, with this idea of empathy and compassion is to cultivate a warmth and an understanding, a comprehension of the other person and yourself and what shows up in our lives. This allows us to smoke out narcissistic or emotionally unavailable people because they generally aren't going to be highly empathetic. It's also going to help us understand who is emotionally safe for us to connect to and cultivate 
relationship with. That's essential to being an adult. Because being an adult says, I have the ability to understand that other people have different realities, different experiences, and I can get to understand and comprehend that. Thus, I can empathize with where they're coming from and build comprehension and understanding between me and that person. That's a mature way of communicating, a mature way of advancing um, connection, relationship, and friendship. We are dealing with people who aren't able to do that. You're not going to get down the road very far. They may have a very limited supply of empathy. They may not care. If they don't care about the impact they have on you, that person's not aligned with you and your well-being. That also depends on context. If it's just some bloke on the internet, big whoop. But if it's a primary person in your world, that really matters and that's a very serious signal about the health of the relationship and that individual. My friends, being an adult is the goal. We all need to grow up into it. But that means we have to confront ourselves in what we're choosing, what we're tolerating, what we're doing, what we're not doing, where we're going at in our world. It's the results, it's the impacts that we're creating. And if we want more freedom, we have to choose, we have to make choices and actions that align with that. And that freedom is going to be individual to you. I can't tell you what your freedom will look like. I only know what mine looks like and I'm still discovering it. But it requires us to be adults. We're going to exit codependency, becoming a fully-fledged, individualized individual who owns responsibility for their value, for their voice, their vision, takes accountability for who they choose to be, loves enjoying who they are. They enjoy it, they like it, they love it. They, they feel safe enough to go out and be themselves. They surround themselves with people who see and understand and value them, and they give them feedback that matters to them, that are honest and kind and loving with them. That's what adulthood's about. And that's what we're here to do. That's the blunt cake. We're here to be adults. And that means making hard decisions, but that also means having the things we ultimately desire long-term. There we go, guys. That's our episode for today. I appreciate you being here. Remember that you're worth knowing, loving, and keeping. And if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. If you're on a podcast, share this out or subscribe. And then, guys, share this out to people you know that would benefit from it. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And I will see you guys in our next episode.